We've got Tamsin Greenway here, and she is on the line now. Tamsin, are you there? Yes, I am. Good evening. Hello, Tamsin. Uh, this is Tamsin Greenway. She's from Surrey Storm. Um, Tamsin, it's fantastic for you to uh, be speaking to me here on Brooklyn's Radio. Thank you ever so much for taking the time at this late hour. Um, I just uh, want to uh, get a, an idea of uh, what you sort of do within within Surrey Storm and, and maybe uh, a little bit of uh, what, what goes on with England netball as well. So um, can you just sort of explain to everybody what, what sort of history is behind... Um, behind the team and what, what your role is within Surrey Storm? Yeah, sure. So um, Surrey Storm, obviously based in Guildford at Surrey Sports Park, um, relatively new club, playing the Netball Super League. Um, and I am player coach down there at Surrey Storm. I joined right at the beginning, which was six years ago. Okay. Um, and we've been a very successful club, making the final four times in the last six years um, and obviously winning it this, this year. So Super League champions at the moment. Excellent. Um, and I've played for England on and off for the last 10 years about now. I've played over 50 caps and um, played at World Cups and, and Commonwealth Games. Um, took a little break to have a, have a baby and came back into the Surrey Storm mix and now into the England mix as well. Straight back into it. Um, and so uh, what, um, what, what sort of cups, are you in any cups or any knockout competitions uh, for Surrey Storm or is it just the league? And did, did you start at the very bottom or were you sort of put in at, at National Super League level? So the Super League is a franchise-based league and you can't drop in and drop out. Okay. It was formed by England Netball. It's the top competition in the country. There are eight teams across across the country and um, basically it covers the best players in, in the country. They're all playing for the different teams. Um, so, yeah, Storm, Storm came into the league um, and it is our major competition. It runs through from January to, to the end of April. Um, and it fits in with the rest of the performance programme. And um, we obviously, we start pre-season, sort of a bit like the football. We come in in the summer and train sort of pre-season up until Christmas and then and then head into the competition. So that is our major our major thing. It's um, shown live on Sky Sports each week as well. So it's, um, yeah, the biggest competition. We sell out down at the Surrey Sports Park. We have over a 1,000 people. And we've actually started to put on games at the Copper Box in the Olympic Park where we had the domestic record for a crowd this year. We sold out 6,000 people. So was, was that the been, final or not? Well, that, that was before the final. Oh, wow, we do okay. an event called Netball London Live, which is against our rivals, um, a team called Hertfordshire Mavericks. Okay. And, um, and yeah, we've, we've run that now for the last two years. And, and this year we sold it out, 6,000 people from domestic game, which was mad. Um, and then obviously they hosted the Super League finals at the Copper Box as well, which we were lucky enough to be part of and, and won there. So it's kind of become sort of our second home, really. And did you, am I right in thinking you played the Mavericks in the final as well as the, the yes. other? You, you did, yeah, because yeah, we did. Yeah, I, I know a little bit about netball. I've you know I've done a, a bit of research here and there, and and I've, it's not rude to say, but they they weren't they weren't um, planned to get there, were they? I think it was it was Thunder, Manchester yes. Thunder, who you expected I was to play. Who it have... was going to be Manchester <laughs> Thunder as well. It's, it's one of those things we do a bit like the rugby. So you play a league all through the year, and yeah. then um, comes the end of the league, and it, it's semi-finals and finals. So you still so we've we've won the league several times in yeah. the Storm franchise. Even last season, we were undefeated going into the. Um, won the league undefeated all the way through made it through to the final was winning until the last 30 seconds of the game and, and lost in all the, uh, to Manchester Thunder one goal so, was um, it Did, am I one right goal, one, one goal, goal. I've, I've lost two finals in the past oh, dear. by one goal and two goals so um, yeah we were hoping it was going to be Manchester Thunder this year but Mavericks um managed to do as you do in, in knockout competitions yeah, like that they sure. came back and, and we met them in the final brilliant so obviously it's massive congratulations to you as player coach but also the rest of the girls um 
I have been down to the Copper Box and to uh, the Spectrum to watch a, a couple of Surrey Storms, and I think you, you guys are absolutely brilliant. Um, has the has the, the winning the, the 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 triumph of winning um, the the Super League final sunk in, or is it is it still a bit sort of surreal for you? Well, it was a bit mad, really. We had um, a few days of, of sort of um, celebrating and, and and getting used to it. Like like I said, we've become so close, and we've we've kind of became that team that was, that was always the runners up. So it was such a nice feeling. It's sort of, um, I said, I, I kind of felt content after it, and so did the girls. You know, we'd, we'd worked so hard to get that win, so mm. that was a nice feeling. But but then it was straight into international duty. So we've literally just come back, three of us from the team, um, from Northern Ireland last week, where we're playing in Netball Europe. Um, and it's the build-up to the World Cup in the summer. So it's been, it's been a mad few weeks, but hopefully we'll get a bit of a break and actually then get to enjoy the fact that we're, we're the best netball team in the country, which Absolutely. is nice to say. Absolutely. you have to defend it now next year then? Well, this is what people keep telling me. I'm going to take a few months off just to enjoy that. And then, yeah, of course, it'll be rebuilding the team, seeing who wants to stick around. I'm sure yeah. there'll be a Getting a some more young players in maybe well, as well. Exactly, which is really, really important. Do you have youth, always looking to build. Yeah, do you have youth teams that you, you sort of can pick and choose from uh, in and around the area or, or not? Yeah, so we have a Surrey Storm MPL, which is our, our junior team. It's an under-19 that sits underneath as well. Um, and we have lots of feeder clubs around the area. So um, lots of clubs that play in a, the English Prem competition, which sits underneath Super League. So, I mean, we have, we have lots of that and it's all about recruitment. We trial each year as well because you never know who's coming over okay. into the country. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're always picking up new recruits. And so, obviously, it's a massively um, dedicated uh, sport for you girls. But w- what sort of training do you do? Because I know, obviously, it's a professional. I say, obviously, it's a professional. For those listeners out there, it's, it's a non-professional sport at yeah. the moment. Am I right? Yeah, um, definitely. We're all amateur. So, w- what sort of training do you do? And how does that fit in with, you know, everyday life and, and jobs? I suppose jobs yeah, must, well, must get in the way. How does that all sort of fit in for you? Well, about 80% of my Surrey Storm players have full-time jobs, so wow. um, and you, you have to make it work. You know, we're travelling up and down the country. We train, well, it's funny to stay up this late tonight. This is not late. Um, on a Tuesday and Thursday night, the girls will be training till gone 10 o'clock at night. Wow. Um, and then travelling back, we have girls coming around from Essex. It takes two hours to get to Guildford and yeah. back again. So we have, we have all that. So it's basically early mornings, you know, for a long time I've trained at six or seven in the morning and, and gone to work and then come back and train till 10 o'clock at night. So it's kind of that commitment that you do. Um, so you have to really, really love the sport. But I suppose it makes it all the more sweeter when you do go out and, um, you know, are successful uh, as, as you were this year. Oh, completely. Yeah, it, it makes up for it. And, and like I say, there's still that passion for it. The girls have to love what they do because they give up so much of their time. But it, it does make it kind of a special environment that I think you can lose when it's when it's a professional sport. However, having said that, I you know I wouldn't mind being being paid no, a of lot course. of money to play my sport. That sort of brings me on to another question. Do you think it, it will be professional one day in the near future or not at all? Oh, I hope it can reach semi-pro levels, and there's no reason to say it can't. Um, you know, with the crowds we're attracting now and the sponsors we're attracting and the, and the TV deals, which is, is absolutely Yeah, no, fantastic. I mean, Sky Sports must be massive for, for yeah, you well, guys. Yeah, it, well, it's great exposure for us. Yeah. And, and, you know, it has a real opportunity to, to promote for, for women's sport in this country and, and you only have to look at the Australian New Zealand model that um, a few of us have been out there to play you know you usually get four or five English girls going out there each year um, I spent two years out in Australia and that's a semi-pro league so there we were actually treated as proper athletes so all I did was train which was absolutely amazing and, and that that's only happened in the last 
eight or nine years. So there's no reason that big sponsor comes on board and, and, and can change the sport around. And a semi-pro, you know, you're never going to match anything like the football or rugby, but a semi-pro sport for women would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, for sure. Brilliant. Um, so uh, going on to the Euros, you've obviously were at the Euros last week and were successful there. What, how, how does that sort of link into the preparations for the, for the World Cup later this year? Yeah, well, the, the World Cup's a, a funny one. So we sit third in the world behind the Aussies and the Kiwis, and, and that's been a regular thing for the last, well, since I've been playing in the England squad. Um, so, yeah, the, the Netball Europe was, was good preparation for us, but it was probably expected that we were going to come out with the win um, with the squads that we had. So it, it's great to, to look at some of the longer squad. Like I said, some of the girls are out in Australia and New Zealand. They haven't returned home yet from playing in their league. So um, they've just named a long squad. That, and 20. is that that's twenty players, isn't it? And then athletes, that gets whittled yeah. down to twelve, does it? That will get whittled down to twelve for the final so you're not... selection for World Cup, which will happen in the next month. Okay, and so your place isn't quite secure at the moment, but you've obviously no. put in the twenty, and you're going to work as hard as you can to get into the final twelve, I presume. Yeah, well, we have a mad six weeks of training in Loughborough, Monday to Friday, up there every day, um, training, and and that'll be getting all the girls in and getting everybody prepped and ready and. And yeah, it's a big ask. I, I think England, I wasn't playing last year in the Commonwealth Games, but they were bitterly disappointed they came out without a medal. Um, you know, and at the last comms and, and world, we came away with a bronze. So, um, you know, the set the targets high. England have, have set out that they want to be making finals and, and really competing with Australia and New Zealand at, at Worlds and at Commonwealth, and that's the plan in the future. So this is a great opportunity to get out there and show them show them that, um, you know, England do mean business and can try and beat them. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, from the, from the little bit that I've seen over the last couple of years, it seems that there are a fantastic bunch of girls and obviously the Netball Super League is a, a ridiculously high standard and, and you're very, very fit and able and, and that's fantastic. So to have such a pool of players from the National Super League must be, you know, a real positive for, for Tracy Neville, who is, who's now the, uh, the new coach of, uh, of, of, of England Netball, is that right? Yeah, that's right. And and yeah, of course it is. It's, you know, um, the standards lifted in, in the time I was playing. Um, you know, the Super League and the Super Cup have been created in the last 10 years and it's it produced week in, week out quality competition for the girls. And, and that gap's closed. I, I remember I was in the squad that beat Australia the first time in 22 years. Yeah, that's right. Crazy like that. Yeah. And, and that was a few years ago. And, and England now have, you know, started to beat them in test series and, and on runs. It's just a case of doing it in major comps now. But there's no reason to say why. You know, England can't step up and, and be trying to beat Australia and New Zealand when it matters. A big test. So third, obviously third in, in 2011 at the Worlds. Yeah. Can you girls take a couple of places higher and be the best in the world? Can you beat the Aussies? Can you beat the Kiwis? Like it's always going to be tough in Sydney, but, but you know, it comes down to the day. I think anybody that saw the Commonwealth Games last year saw how close the squad were uh, to beating the Aussies and Kiwis, losing out by one goal, both the rounds and the semi. So it's definitely... it's it's definitely achievable but but you know the focus now is to for the team to get selected and and then obviously for Tracy Neville to to mold her squad how mm. she wants it and and then and then who knows i think i think it's nice to go in there without such high expectations and and because it is a new squad and because there is a new coach you can kind of go in there a bit more under the radar than probably what happened last year at Commonwealth Games and and then you never know you know if you perform on the day it, it's it's going to be anybody's. Yeah, I guess at that level, it's you know, n there's not a huge amount of difference in the squads, and uh, like you say, it is is what happens on the day. Obviously, the rugby boys did it down in down in uh, Australia for the rugby, uh, so maybe you girls can go out there and do it down in Australia for for netball as well. That would be fantastic. Yeah, it'd be a, it'd be a very very nice story. I think um, 
think with anything, the World Cup's just something special. You know, if you ever get to represent your country and play on the world stage, it's it's a big moment, and um, you know, you cherish every single cap that you get. So brilliant. Yes, it'll be another exciting summer. Excellent. Well, it all sounds like it's absolutely mad for you and all go, but all in the positive way, which is excellent. Um, well, thank you ever so much for joining me here on Brooklyn's Radio Tamsin. We will be keeping up to date with um, you know, Surrey Storm and, and England Netball on the show. And uh, you, maybe we can get you back on. Maybe we can get you in the studio with uh, maybe some of the other girls after some success. And uh, you know, really, uh, we're really backing you uh, to, to do really well at the World Cup this year. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. All right. Absolute pleasure, Tamsin. It's Tamsin Grimway from Surrey Storm and England Netball. Thanks ever so much for being with us. Thank you. Take care. Bye now. Brooklyn's Radio.